Alright guys, welcome back to Bluegrass Basketball. It's our 11th week of the podcast. We're getting ready for the state tournament. Everybody's excited. We have Coach Scott Chalk with us today. He's going to talk a little bit about the All-Star Game. And of course, this is John Moore and I'm Kayla. You know Kayla, what I'm there's three state champions in this room and you just throwing that out there. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, John Western got beat by Marshall yesterday. I know. So you want to, um, I mean, Kelly Green's not my favorite color anyway, so. Go Celtics. Um, anyway. No, yeah. no, no. Tell us about the All-Star game. Um, we made some changes about tryouts, all that good stuff. So if you want to just go into your okay. details. Um, in trying to kind of revive, keep it going, and revive a little bit the tradition of the Kentucky and All-Star game, we are uh, we brought back the tryouts, which haven't been happening for the past right. couple of years. So we've got that going again. April 14th will be the tryouts. Here in Lexington, um, the boys' trial will be at Dunbar High School. The girls will try out at the same time, the same day, at Lexington Catholic. Okay. And then as a part of the tryouts, we'll have two sessions, a morning and afternoon session. And as a part of the tryouts, all those players that are at the tryouts will be have the opportunity to participate right. as the last part of it in the KBC East-West All-Star Game mm-hmm. that night at Transy. Girls at 5.30, boys at 7.30. So that hopefully, if that goes well, which we think we're excited about, I think it's going to be a big boost for the whole day. It'll be a fun day of basketball for the players, for fans and parents to really see it. So we're excited about how that'll go, and then our the committees will then you know get together, hash it out, and choose the teams, and announce it or contact the players on Sunday ish. I think it's needed to take a different direction for a while anyway, because it's kind of you know the attendances went down. It's not been real enthusiastic about it lately, so. I'm just kind of excited to see where the KBC can take it. Yeah, and then the game, uh, we're going to play in working with Indiana with Charlie Hall, the game director in Indiana. We've got it worked out to where we're going to play the Kentucky game on Friday night, June 8th. Okay. And so it'll be Friday night, June 8th at Bellarmine this year. Which is uh, a great venue. Yeah, great venue. They have a video board. They've got a lot of updates to since we played there last time, so it'll be really a nice atmosphere. Um, we're hoping to pack the place, seats 3,500 or so. We're hoping to sell it out if we can and pack it for the game this year. And then Saturday we'll play in Indianapolis after that. So it should be a, a really a good weekend of basketball. One other thing we're also doing this year is we're bringing back the Junior All-Stars. Okay. Uh, and so the week before, June 1st and 2nd, mm-hmm. we will actually play flip-flop schedule. We'll play in Indiana, Southern Indiana someplace on mm-hmm. Friday night. And then Saturday night we'll play probably somewhere in the Louisville area. We haven't decided a site yet. How many years have they not done the Junior All-Stars? They only did it for a couple of years. Yeah. And then the last few, it kind of died away. And mm-hmm. that was really when, you know, somebody kind of took over running the game that didn't want to, was trying to cut costs. And right. they basically just cut it because they wanted to save money. I mm-hmm. mean, I can't sugarcoat it any other way. That's right. what they did. And so we're going to try to, we won't have them, you know, in. We'll try to figure out, we'll invite a group of juniors that we think mm-hmm. are have potential to be on that All-Star team. That'll be our junior team. They'll practice maybe one or once or twice mm-hmm. before they play that Friday, Saturday. Well, having your juniors actually can help those kids that may be on the cusp of a Mr. and Miss basketball title because more people get to see them. Sure. Get their name out there. Yeah. Well, any time that you can get some of the best players in the state playing against some of the very best mm-hmm. from another state and scrimmaging against mm-hmm. the best, the senior all-star team, it's a bonus for those players. Last year when we did it with the juniors, you know, we did not, I knew they were good players, the guys that we ended up inviting and everything like that, but there were two or three of those kids in that game that really got 
a couple that got a little bit exposed to the talent level yeah. and two or three that, man, really played well and really opened right. some people's eyes who were involved in this thing like, oh, that kid, you got to that dad, he's really good. He's got to, you know, because they were playing against that competition that they right. don't play against every night out in the state mm -hmm. in their area, whatever it is, they don't get to play against that every time. Well, I'm so looking forward positive. to it anyway because last year was our first win on the boys' side in forever. What was it, like 17 years? Yeah, been a while. Yeah, so, so Tavion, you know, helped carry us to that win. He did pretty good. Um, I think that you guys are going to focus more on bringing back some of the old all-stars and recognize them, you know, try to get people – you know, understanding who's played and, you know, what they did after the right. All-Star game. So I think that it's in the, going in the right direction. The, the, the big thing to me is, and this is what I said to people last year, it just needs to be important to be a Kentucky All-Star. Yeah. If it's important to be an All-Star. And it hasn't been for many years. People will want to do it. People will be excited about it. People will want to see it. They'll want to see what's going on. Kids will want to do it. But we've got to start from one, one thing we're doing also on our Friday that we have the game here, similar to what Indiana does, a little different, but kind of thing. We're putting together a, uh, a camp, clinic, whatever you want to call it, for uh, future All-Stars. Mm -hmm. It'll be a middle school level camp. It's That's invitation only. Mm -hmm. We're bringing in the top 70 or 80 kids, mm -hmm. maybe 100. I don't know, it depends on how many we get right. into Louisville. Mm -hmm. And we're giving them a ticket for the game that night after we have a camp with them that day. We'll have uh, Derek uh, Anderson's going to come in and do a thing with them and do part of the camp. It should be really, we'll have obviously the all stars, mm -hmm. we'll work with them a little bit. We'll have the girls at one site and the boys at another site during the day and then invite them in for the game that night and give them a ticket. So we're trying to create an idea that, hey, this is what. You should be trying to be. You should be trying to achieve this goal to be an all-star. So, I think it's at least I could tell last year when we went up to Indianapolis and watched the people in Indiana. They still take that same amount of pride in being an all-star, and we don't have that around in Kentucky anymore. And I think if we get it back to that level, hopefully the game will continue to go on because I don't want to see it die. And I know that you know it's been kind of on the brink there. Well, I think the three of us and and Jr. especially are are committed to bringing the history of it back, you know, trying to make it a big deal again. Because, you know, the kids, they have to think that it's important in order for it to, you know, gain attention and get people to show up for the game. So I think, I think you know, this is step one. I don't think you're going to see improvement instantly, but starting with well, tryouts is... Last year was also a big step in the fact yeah. that the way, the experience mm -hmm. that the All-Stars had from yeah. the time after they were selected, mm -hmm. how they were contacted and handled, the day that they showed up to report for that week, what the items that we gave them, the package that they had, and all the stuff they got, the gear, the way they were treated, what we did during the week, and did some nice things with them, and that kind of stuff. That made it, I mean, they were happy they came. Right. They were glad they were all-stars. They thought it was awesome. So yeah. that that's what it has to be. The experience mm -hmm. has to be such, and it's gotta be consistent. Well, you gotta be treated you like know? an all-star. Right, and it's gotta be consistent. That's mm -hmm. the thing. It's been inconsistent as to whether it was gonna be handled well or done well, or kids were gonna have this or not. It's always up in the air. So we're trying to put together a, 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 spo a sponsored board right. um, that will help raise some funds mm -hmm. so that we have a consistent, um, fund to pull basically mm -hmm. to run the game yeah. and the tryouts and everything year to year so we're not constantly saying i'm not really sure how we're going to pay or if we're going to do this mm -hmm. or what we're going to it's just got to be consistent so we can have this is what we do every year and the only way to do that is to have some you know some some funds on hand and you have to set up some kind of a support system for it so that's what i've tried to do over the last year is to try to gather some sponsors that will 
be a part of a, <clears throat> I use the term board for my lack of a better, they're not really, they don't have a lot of responsibility. It's right. just a matter of providing some funding and committing to it. So year to year, we know that we're going to Kind of just like, it's almost like boosters. Sure. Very similar. Yeah. Um, you guys have recently taken over the Kentucky All-Star Twitter, and we'd like to tell people now that you can follow it at, at KY All-Star Game. So definitely um, look that up because J.R. Van Hoos is the one running that Twitter, and he is... Um, hey, up. With the history of everything yes, he in is. this world, he's, so especially basketball, yeah, he's, he's a, doing a good job. He's tagging uh, our previous All Stars and trying to bridge that gap because we've lost connection with so many of them, and he's doing a great job. You're gonna have to check it out. It's it's, it's important when you yeah. have people in those type of roles, someone mm -hmm. who's not only a basketball aficionado mm -hmm. but a historian. Yeah, and when you bring that together, yeah. and then you have what you need to really get a yes. quality product out there so I'm really biased but I think that it. he's got what, it's, what it takes to uh, make that a pretty good account to follow I think so for sure yeah you got anything else you want to say um, okay. if you have any questions for me I'll be glad to answer them but that's pretty much the synopsis yeah. how it's going to be that I will say that the uh, I've had some calls and a lot of emails and some people asking you know when's the list come out and who gets invited mm -hmm. to the trials and it'll be over the course of the next couple of weeks we'll start contacting the kids yes through their coaches that they've been invited. So we're not going to put, put out the list. a list. We will put the list no. out, but we're going to contact also. We okay. want to contact them because there's no sense putting the list out if somebody says, well, this kid's not interested. He's right. playing baseball or he's mm -hmm. whatever. He's not going to play. So don't we have had instances of that before. Sure. So. And normally what we try to do is contact the players ahead of time and say, you've been invited. Mm -hmm. And then we'll, you know, eventually we'll release a list also to the public, but it's more important that the players get and again, I think it's special, mm -hmm. you know, that you get invited. Yes. You know, you get yeah. an invite. You don't just, you know, find oh, out on some list. list. Yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> guess what? I got to, you know, I mean, so I mean, that's kind of the process. And that's why we haven't really put anything out yet as mm -hmm. far as just here's the list, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And some people are conditioned to that kind of thing because yeah. that's the way it was done in the past, mm -hmm. which really wasn't a very good way to do it. Right. You, know, you need to invite you. If you're in, you, if it's special and it's important and only certain people are going to get invited. Right. Then you should get an invitation. Well, I know that any so. any Hall of Fame that Jr. has been invited to attend or be part of, that it, you know, you've got a handwritten nice little card that they mail to the house, and you know, you feel like you're important. Sure. So even so much as a phone call, right, specifically and just, to and you, we'll send something to their coaches, yeah. you know, to them because that's the only way. Obviously, their kids, we don't know their right. addresses, but mm -hmm. it's getting to their coaches mm -hmm. and having their coaches, you know, take care of it, handle it, get to contact the kid, and get information back to us and that kind of thing. So we I feel like it's and if you are a Kentucky, a previous Kentucky All-Star, definitely get in touch with uh, the Twitter account. That way we can put you on our list and make sure you're updated and, you know, give them a shout-out once in a while. So. Yeah, we will have some special stuff planned to have all the mm -hmm. former Mr. Basketballs and Miss Basketballs and former well, and, you back know, to the game and that kind of thing. I so. called you yesterday about the one that was a starting offensive lineman for Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. I bet most people don't know that. George. Yeah. Yeah. Fan. Yeah. So that was, that was a pretty cool fight. He's now playing football. So. Yeah. You never know. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for being on. Okay. Thank Coach, you. thanks, man. I appreciate hey, it. It's good thank to see you, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. It's great to see you. Hey, you want to? Yes. Okay. All right, guys. I guess it's time now to talk about uh, the Sweet 16 tournament. Uh, we'll we'll kind of catch you up a little bit on the girls basketball tournament. Um, Mercer County beat back Mercy. to back. Yeah, back to back state champs. It wasn't so. very. They ended up winning by forty today. Yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't a 
you know, crazy competitive game, but being in the state finals is a big deal anyway. Yeah, so. I think going back to back, I know Sacred Heart did that a couple times with the girls, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day. Um, we haven't had a boys team do it since Fairyville did it in the early 90s. So right. it's not an easy thing to accomplish. Right. Um, so congrats to Coach Souter and to those girls that – their fourth straight trip to the state tournament. He's back really got back. a program there. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, he's going to lose a lot. They graduated their whole team, basically, yeah. all their, their starters. But, I mean, he'll build it back up. But um, I think it's something worth talking about. That's a big accomplishment. Yeah, I think they've got a pretty good feeder system. Though, so I think they do. See. Well, you know, it's another one of those places where it's it's one school mm-hmm. in the county, you know, that yeah. Harrisburg and Mercer County consolidated a couple of years. Yeah. Well, it's probably been a little, about 10 or so years now. Mm-hmm. So now they have one high school. So they're going to continue to be – you know the class of the 12th region and they just right. they've represented our state well that I, I i think it's impressive when a group of kids boys girls whoever it is they play together since they were mm-hmm. you know younger elementary middle well, anytime now, you can develop that chemistry yes yeah, it's, it's impressive mm-hmm. and, and you know Sagan robbins was named mvp for back-to-back years you know she's maybe miss basketball we'll find maybe. out tuesday yeah tuesday we are having our annual mr and miss basketball dinner where they announce the winner and you know they honor every region player of the year as well so right. it's it's really nice if you don't have a ticket they're not selling them anymore online but you can get them at the door at the door yeah it's a great you know um good good little meal good yes. atmosphere I the dinner is always people. awesome i mean yeah. really see a lot of people it's it's my kickoff to the state tournament as it is yours we always yes. you know see each other there so it's a uh, it's really just kind it. of a hey your favorite week of the year's coming up and i like it because as john's made fun of me for before i like to dress up jr and i we always match so it's just like it's like a big thing for me every year um i'd like to see more people out to it you can meet past mr and miss basketballs you can meet you know, important people around the Lexington area. I mean, around the state, all yeah. Come in for that, so. Media. I mean, anybody. You know, you're looking at maybe getting some autographs. I met Wawa Jones there once, so yeah. pretty cool. Um, and I guess now we'll move on to kind of our preview for the boys' state tournament that's going on this week. It starts Wednesday. Um, I have the bracket here. Yes. First round game is um, first game first yes. day Corbin and Estill County. Yeah. How about Coach Bentley at Estill County? I know that's big. First time Estill County's ever made the state tournament. I know, and it, you know he's really. How long has he been at Estill County? He's been there. He's been there a while now. Six, I mean, seven if you don't, years? yeah, he played Hazard, played in the state tournament with Hazard, played EKU. Right. You know, good guy. Um, and I know I saw some videos on Twitter. They had a pep rally there at the. Uh, school when they got back and I think everybody we talked all year and I'll be the first one to admit we talked about Perry and not all yes. year long and and, and but you if know you remember last week though I mentioned Estel maybe being a dark horse. well I think maybe. I think it helped them out they got drawn on the opposite side yes. you know, Perry and not had to play each other in the semis and so then but still I think most people would have thought well not County got by Perry mm-hmm. they, they've gotten by what they need to get by and it was a low scoring, 44-40, I believe, was the finals in the region. Yeah. You know, so congrats so they just, to them. They just sat yeah. down and guarded them. I mean, right. And, you know, so congrats. I'm looking. It's always a good story when you see a first-time, you know, member it. coming mm-hmm. to the state tournament. And they match up with Corbin. So we got our 13th, 14th mountain Your school. Your mountain battle. Yeah. Um, and, and Corbin's overcome a lot this year. Um, they, they beat a good Knox Central team, yeah. you know, to win the 13th. Um, I think a lot of people might have. Had them picked early in the year yeah. to win it, and then as the season went on, they kind of flattened out a little bit. Knox Central, Central, kept going. Yeah, but they beat them when they had to. So, um, and then they beat South Laurel in overtime, I believe, in the regional championship. And mm-hmm. I saw South Laurel, and I told you I thought they were a really good team. So, um, and they traveled so well too. Oh, they did. They're, it's hard to beat their sixth man, their their student section, because they're crazy. It's yeah. awesome. I think I think Corbin will bring a good crowd though to the uh, to the game. So, yeah, um, Corbin and Estel. 
Well, mountain teams travel well. They do. They, they, do. they really just—it seems like the, they turn the lights off and leave. Right. So. Um, I'm going to probably go with Corbin in that game. They yeah. have, you know, uh, coach at Corbin's mm-hmm. been a state tournament before. Yeah. I think Andrew Taylor, they've got the better player on the mm-hmm. floor. Um, I'm not going to count out Estel. I think Caleb Bonnie's had a good year. He's a nice player. Um, but I would like to see Estel County win just because it's their first yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, I, I, wouldn't, I don't have a dog in that fight either. No, way, me either. So. They're my Cinderella, though. I'm kind of yeah. just excited that they're like, they're the so. Buckhorn this year. Mm-hmm. They're that kind they of, are. you know, they're the team that really wasn't expected to be right. there, and they're there. So, um, and second, then second game, the second game, uh, Wednesday, one thirty. That's just going to be a murderous Scott game. County Trinity. I mean, yeah. it's just, I think the winner of that game will be your favorite to, mm-hmm. to take home the state championship. Um, Scott County, we've talked about them. They have one loss on the year, and it was yeah, to out of state, state team. They haven't lost to Kentucky team, and you know LCA gave them everything and more in the championship yes. game. LCA missed a three, a really good look from a kid that shoots about forty eight percent from the could three have been a buzzer beater to win. And so, so I almost take my words from last week. Really, it was yeah. I was sweating it. It was close. It was, <laughs> and then Trinity, you know, they've got the one town all over the floor. You know, Coach Zabo has. Has turned that program around since he's been there early 2000s. The one state championship, they've been in the You're talking about two teams that are always in the equation. They are. And they're in the two toughest regions mm-hmm. in the state. Um, I think it is safe to say tough. that the winner of that game will make a pretty deep run. If I think not so. win the whole thing. Yeah, I think so. Um, but I don't know. It's such a toss up to me. I, yeah. I just don't really know who to go with. Well, I'm, a, I'm in Scott County's camp because I have it right. right here. I'm just going to stick with it. So. Well, then just for argument's sake, you'll go with I'll Trinity. Go with Trinity. All right. Yeah. So then, then we'll have something to boast about. Well, one of us will. Right. You know, kind of right. like I have this shirt to boast about today. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, good Lord. All right. Second session of Wednesday night. Yeah. First game, Southwestern and Warren Central. And Southwestern's a team. Nobody the picked them to know, win that region. Did you see how that regional championship ended? Yes. Oh, my gosh. If you didn't see, there was a loose ball with less than five seconds to go. Hard Mercer record. County lost the ball. Southwestern picked it up. Kid went to the length of the floor, rolled, finger rolled it in at the buzzer, and the place went nuts. I would hate to lose a game that way. Oh, I, I would almost that. rather get smacked in the mouth. You know what I mean? Like 20-point loss. Right. And, and Southwestern, to their credit, they were down 13 in the fourth quarter yeah. and came back and won the game. So we're seeing a state tournament without Trevor Faulkner this year, and yeah. I really didn't expect that to happen. I didn't either. So. Well, if you would have told me that Mercer wasn't going to make it, I would have said, well, then Pulaski and Steve mm-hmm. Fisher got the job done. But – Southwestern, you know, Coach Baker has done a good job. And, the, you know, the thing is, they've lost some kids over the last couple of years. Yeah. Graduation and have moved away and stuff. So, um, and they have a, that's an interesting matchup for me. Warren Central, we talked about them. Them and Bowling Green, of course, met in the finals of the region right. again. Um, Skylar Potter, who's committed to Wright State, is a really, really good player. He's been yeah. our player of the even our player of the week before. Yes, he is. Um, a lot of people probably don't know who he is because they haven't seen him play. Get, if you get a chance to see the kid play, he's a really good player. He's a double double machine. Yeah. Um, so he's fundamental too. He is. I, I like him. They're very well coached. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with Warren Central in that game. I think it'll be close, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give the edge to Warren Central. I just think it'll be a good game to watch. But I'm with you. Um, we don't hardly ever agree, but I'm gonna say Warren Central wins that one as well. Um, second session. Last game. Last this game. is tough for you. This is your region versus your like favorite team all year. Listen. Pikeville versus John Harden. I typically am one that pulls for the 15th region no matter what. Okay. I'm not mad at Pikeville for beating Johnson Central. I'm really Are not. You? I'm not. Okay. I'm really not mad because really, I'm going to say this. They outplayed Johnson Central. They really did. Johnson Central couldn't score. I mean, Pikeville just got the job done when it mattered. Yeah. And, and they earned the right to be there. But I love John Harden. 
So, yeah, you've been on their bandwagon all year. I, I can't, know. I can't say anything about it. Right. So I don't think if anybody's listened to the podcast the last you know ten weeks, they can't really say, "Oh, okay, we're just rooting against right. Harden." No, no, no. No, I, I can, love. I can vouch for you on that. I love John Harden. I'll be fine with either one that wins because you know it'd be cool to see Pikeville advance to the Elite Eight. But I think um, I think John Harden. I, wins I'm, I'm gonna. You know, it's it's tough for me because I think John Harden might be the more talented team. Yeah. But I can't take away anything from Pikeville because. These guys, as a, a group, most of those guys were there last year, mm-hmm. and they have a little bit of experience. Yes. They expected, and expectations are a funny thing. Mm-hmm. I think all year we talked that at the end of the year, Pikeville was the favorite yeah. to win the 15th region. Well, and everybody kind of had slept on Johnson Central right. all year. And then Floyd Central got a little mm-hmm. bit of love. Um, we talked about Johnson Central. We talked about Paintsville. Mm-hmm. You know, but but when it mattered, Paintsville made a run. deep run in the in the regional tournament too. Yeah. I mean, they were right. better than anybody thought. So, Everybody is so young in the 15th. I think so. it'll be a better game mm-hmm. than people expect. Cause if you haven't seen John Harden play, they're really good. They're athletic. Mm-hmm. Mickey Pearson going to St. Louis. He's unreal. Kid, he's really, really mm-hmm. good. And um, so I'm going to give the edge. I think John Harden will move on, but I think it'll be a closer game than people I think expect. so too. And I think it's going to depend on not like battle from Pikeville, but Cade Byers because mm-hmm. he's been dealing with like a wrist injury. Right. And you can tell it's affecting his play. Well, I think the people will look at the teams when they come out on the floor mm-hmm. and they'll be like, well, this is going to be a runaway yeah. for John Hart. And, you know, the 15, and this is no disrespect, but people don't, except for the year when Shelby Valley recently and then Paintsville back mm-hmm. in the day, you know, these teams don't, they come in from the 15th and they just kind of get yeah, over the Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that they'll, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a yeah. game that's decided in the last part of the well, fourth quarter. Well, battle is a really good player. Oh, he's just a great athlete. Yeah, he he's is. A, he's a good football player, mm-hmm. too. So. Well, he chose not to play football senior year, I think. That's right. So, that's right. But, but he's a, he's a fantastic athlete. He's a smart player. You know, I think you'll see him do things that he wouldn't normally do because he's at the state tournament he's been there before right he'll just take over i believe yeah. so so while i do believe john harden will win and i'd like for it to happen because i love them so much all year Pikeville's gonna make some noise mm-hmm. and they'll travel well too because it's an independent school in pike county which is one of your more wealthy areas mm-hmm. in eastern kentucky so you're gonna see a lot of people yeah yeah wearing, wearing they had a good crowd last year yeah so i mean anything could happen that night but again we're gonna we're gonna say that john harden wins that one thursday um, UHA plays Campbell County at Campbell County at noon. Um, I think that I think UHA probably has an edge in that one. I don't know. You don't know? Nah, I, Are you gonna I, go with Campbell County? I'm not gonna say who. Mm-hmm. I'll make a pick, but okay. You know, Campbell County put us out. Right. in overtime in the region semifinals. It's yeah. a great game, and they have a couple kids. They are one of the more fundamental teams yeah. that you're gonna see play. Coach Russell has been in the state tournament with Campbell County numerous times. He was at Newport, yeah. you know, so he's got experience. They've been there before. They've got a good staff. They've got, you know, Joel Day, who's their point guard. Yeah. You're going to see him come out on the floor. And obviously, he's got a tough matchup because Kiki's the point guard. Right. The guys, he's got all the pub. I just love Kiki. I have all year. Right. So. But the Joel, Joel Day, he, he is a legit good mm-hmm. high school basketball player. Right. Campbell County, the type of style that they play – is a lot different than the type. They're going to sit down in the half court. They're going to execute. They're going to run a lot of sets, and they're going to try and score on you. Whereas UHA, they're going to go. They're going to try. So I think, honestly, if Campbell County shoots the ball the way they did in the regional tournament, they'll win. Well, you know, University Heights obviously has the best player. If there were, if there was a contest between best mascot, I would go Campbell County. Anyway. The Campbells versus yes. the Blazers, yeah. yeah. Um, but now this is this is what we talk about. Kids have moments. Yeah. And and Kiki had a moment 
in this in the regional tournament yeah. and got his team mm -hmm. to the state tournament. It, does he have another one in him? Well, and this is where you, you, you separate yourself. Yeah. You know, we've talked about Kiki being a favorite for Mr. Basketball next year along with the likes of Michael mm -hmm. Moreno, Dante Allen and mm -hmm. other kids, but this is a chance for Kiki to really submit himself. I don't know if you saw it, like Cal Perry, Travis yeah. Ford, Rick Stansberry, a lot of these yeah. guys were at his Regional tournament yep. games, you know, watching them play. So he's got some big time offers. Um, Can you imagine how many people were in that building because Cal was in the house? Oh, well, oh my gosh, I'm woo. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm not a Cal Perry fan. I'm not uh, afraid to say it. Anyway, I don't think anybody um, really. I'm going to go with Campbell County. Are you? I am. 10th so, region. Pride so, right here. So UHA and Campbell County. All right. Yeah. Are you um, going to go with UHA? Yeah, I am. Okay. All right. Well, just because I love Kiki. Right. And I do too. I got nothing but respect for the man. So. so Second game. It would be. Oh, it's down. Yeah, this is where they flip flop the Yeah, they flip flop the bracket. Fern Creek and Boyd County on Thursday. Yeah. Um, Boyd County, how about them? Beat Ashland. Beat Ashland. And yeah. I think we said Ashland kind of all season long, didn't we? Well, they played five times. I know. And Boyd County won three, so best of five series, you know. Um, uh, Congrats to Boyd County. I know Coach Anderson. He's mm -hmm. a very good guy. He's been there. You know, they haven't been back to the state tournament. In forever since Zorns was coaching, you know, it's right. been a long Boy time. Boy County, fun fact, sent their girls and their boys yeah. to the this year, and their girls made it to the final Semifinals, yeah. So that's, yeah. that's big. Um, Congrats Fern to Coach Fraley on that one. Fern Creek, we've talked about this um, all year. You know, they yeah. won the King of the Bluegrass. They were at the highest of highs. They kind of flattened out, but they yeah. got they won by one point in the regional finals yeah. against J-Town. Mm -hmm. um, Coach Shuler's, you know, they've got the two guards, Price, and they've got Wells. You know, the Rogers kids, Rogers kids, good too. Yeah. I think the most unsung player for them is Clint Wickliffe. He's their big man. He plays down low. Yeah. He's just a grinded out, you know, hard nosed. He's playing. I think he's more of a three or a four, but right. he's the biggest kid they got. Mm -hmm. So he's an undersized five. Right. But he plays hard, and mm -hmm. when you get when you play hard, you can get a lot done at the That's high true. school level. So. Um, I think Boyd County's had a good year. They do some. They shoot the ball well. You know, they play hard. They're scrappy. Yeah, state tournaments huge yeah. for them. And you don't um, want to be. You don't want to be that way about it either. I think a lot of times in your thirteenth through your sixteenth region, just get in there is enough. Mm -hmm. But you know, everybody wants to go and make noise. But for Boyd County to, to just have their first, you know, state tournament berth in forever, you know, that's good. I think that they'll fall to Fern Creek this year. But I, I, do too. I, I think, think they'll Fern be back. I think they'll be back. And Fern Creek's Fern Creek got to state semifinals last yeah. year, and a lot of, they they did graduate some guys, but they have. The they had guys back, back. Yeah, mm -hmm. and they got, you know, Wales and Rogers. Those guys played the right. state tournament last year. So, um, I'm going to give Fern Creek the advantage on that one. And that's our second game of the afternoon session yeah. on Thursday. And then, so, second session, we got first game is Oldham County and McCracken County. Yeah. Um, Oldham County, you know, we talked about in the 8th region. Mm -hmm. We talked about Walton some this year. We talked about, um, you know, South Oldham mm -hmm. made a run at it, too. Um, but Oldham County has been – They've been the top of that region all year long. Yeah. Um, so I don't think anybody was surprised. No, that. I don't think so either. It's good that they did. They I, did. I think that um, we all just kind of yeah expect. They, they, I think they have a good matchup. I don't think that there's a favorite in this game. Mm. A lot of people, you know, McCracken County is a newer school. They've only been around five or six years. This is their second trip to the state tournament. Right. Um, Coach Brower does a great job. He was at Heath High School yeah. before, and that was one of the schools that consolidated mm. into making it. You know, um, McCracken County is now the biggest school in that region. Mm. Um, they've done a great job all year. They they haven't played much outside of the western part of the state, right. so you don't hear much about them. Um, but they're a quality team. I think it's a really good matchup. I think they're, the two teams are very similar. I like eighth region basketball anyway. Yeah, we similar. talked about it's, that. It's, it's a similar, similar playing style yeah. to, to what you see in the mountains. Kind of um, a lot of guard basketball, right. running and gunning, not a lot of set plays. You know, just 
or a lot of defense. Right. You know, hold the ball, mm -hmm. guard the ball. You know, it's I like it. A lot of people don't. They like more style mm -hmm. and. Yeah, I, I think it's a great matchup. I think that that's another game that will come down to the last half of the first quarter, think, fourth quarter that will be decided. So um, I don't really know. I, I can't. I think that's a that's a pick em game. I I think I'll just go with – you pick and I'll go opposite you. Just okay, I'll go with Oldham County. Okay, so I'll go with McCracken. All right. The Mustang. <laughs> and the final game on Thursday, it's at 8 o'clock, Apollo and Cubcast. Yeah. I'm excited just because Cubcast student section is back. I want to say something. Um, C.J. Frederick, who we've talked about, signed with Iowa. Yeah. He actually was named the Kentucky Gatorade Player of the Year this week. Oh, it, very Usually, cool. sometimes that comes out after Mr. Basketball mm -hmm. or before. Yeah, I didn't know they'd already announced they it. They did. I, I, I just showed up on my Twitter feed. I didn't know either. But So, congrats to C.J. Um, and then maybe Tuesday he'll be Great Mr. Job. Basketball. Or we might have another year where we have opposites. You know, it's... It's tough, um, but you had so many kids that were like just in that top five, though. Yeah, like they, yeah, they, it was very top heavy. This yeah, year. it could yeah. be anybody. It could be. Um, I'll be interested to see uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, but um, but anyway, Apollo kind of you know we're talking about a team that was a four seed in their district. Yeah. We talked about. We did say. I will give us credit though. We did pick that whoever won that district, that somebody from that district was going to come out. We I don't did. think we thought it'd be Apollo. No, we really didn't think it'd be Apollo. I'm not trying to pat us on the back. No, Denver, no, because because. We really didn't even talk about Apollo right, we season. Didn't, no. So my apologies for that, but congratulations on making the Sweet yeah. 16. Good luck, and now you get to face one of the top three teams in the state. Yeah, yeah. and the number one student section in my heart. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I'll go with Cubcat and they're just better. Okay. Yeah. I think I think Cubcat's the team that is going to make a run in that bracket. Yeah, for sure. They're, they've they been up there all year long. I mean, but can you imagine Cubcat's Burn Creek second round game? Be a good one, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. It'd be a really good one. I'd like to see that. Um, so. so that's our that's our preview for the week coming up. John and I have some great news. We've been given permission to go live before games, during halftime, and at the end of games. So you'll see maybe not me and John every time. We'll throw a couple of guests in, and we'll do some game analysis, kind of give you an update on what's going on. So make sure you're, you know, checking our Twitter because we're going to have these little live periscopes on our Twitter feed the whole time during state tournament. And we're going to try to do like a short 30-minute podcast every evening after the state tournament games. That way we can before, kind of before Kayla goes to the hot. Before I go to the hot, you can find me there. So <laughs> uh, between sessions, afterward, yeah. all the above. All right. If you see us this week, you know, give us Say a shout. Hey. You know, you'll generally find us walking around with somebody who's almost seven foot tall. So you will be for sure. <laughs> um, I'll be around up and down with a bunch of different people. I enjoy. Yeah, because he's too cool for school. I'm not too cool. I just like to. See, I don't get to see people during the year. And now me it's either. Like, well, people like us, I think, feel like it's a little bit of a family reunion because. We get to see those coaches throughout the, the state that we don't get to see normally. And, I, you know, all of our friends kind of meet and go there. That's why it's not necessarily that I love the hype, but it's just that's where everybody kind of convenes. So I get to say hey to all those guys that I've yeah. not seen forever. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of people. I'm, I'm a little bit of a bro anyway, so I, I'm not really – I don't hang out with females, so you'll see me just hanging out with, with all the coaches that you'll I know. See, you'll see Kayla hanging out with Keith Belcher all week. He's another big tall, tall guy. She likes those tall guys. <laughs> Thanks, John. <laughs> um, but that's it for the week. I think we're we're getting ready to uh, be on Camera Mills Radio too. But you guys will have already heard that by the time we put our podcast out. Um, again, make sure you follow the Kentucky All Star Twitter. Um, it's at KY All Star Game. 
Um, JR's doing a fantastic job with giving you a little bit of history and keeping you connected with people that played in the All-Star game. Right. Coach um, Chuck came on earlier on the show and talked a lot about what we're doing. Yeah, the changes. We brought back tryouts. We which brought is, back tryouts. Which needed to happen. We brought back tryouts. Mm-hmm. Um, we're trying to get more publicity yes. for the for the, um, for the game. Mm-hmm. We don't want to see it go away. No. Um, and it's been kind of on its, on our end at least, on the Kentucky side of it. It's been on its dying legs Yeah, last it was years, hanging so. by a thread last but year. But I think we got it going in the right direction. I think so, too. so um, but yeah, so come on out this week's state tournament. Give us a shout. Good luck to your favorite team. Yeah, we, you'll kind of see us hanging out in the white chairbacks in the lower part of the arena because we, you know, that's where media gets to sit. So, yeah. So if you see us, come say hello. Yep. And this year we're getting Rep Ice Cream trending on Twitter. So hashtag Rep Ice Cream. I'm going to try and keep it under six this year. Under six? Uh, JR, JR is eating seven at least. Well, that's good for Jr. One time we had a poll of how many he would eat, and you go, do you go for ten this year? He's going for ten. Wow. Okay, so he's feeling we'll, himself because his herd got to the NCAA tournament, <laughs> so he's he's feeling himself. I got a text last night. I just want I just want to throw this out there. The last possession of the game. Yeah. And, and I said, oh gosh, I can't watch. And Kayla said, Jr. is actually standing up. Yeah. So I knew the excitement was real that yeah. Jr. got out of his chair, and standing up. So. He was standing up, and he was like holding his back. Oh, that's what he does man. when he's worried. Yeah. He's like. You should have seen it. Well, I was the same way. I yeah. was deep breaths. And he was kind of like pacing back and forth. I was, you know, it was a good game. I'm glad it wasn't a blowout. We actually it went was, to. It was a fun game. We got to watch the game with King Kelly last night. Oh, here we go. Can't go one week without a King Kelly reference. No, we can't. Like actual King Kelly or your cat that you named King Kelly? His name's King Kitty. Whatever. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> no, actual King Kelly. You know, he's a. Old people are my best friends. Right. I don't know. I love, I love King Kelly. I can't right. But it was pretty cool. For him to be cheering for Marshall, sorry, for Jr. No, so, hey, I got no. You know, I, it's funny because earlier in this week we were on, we were had a phone conversation. And I said, tell, I said, tell, tell Jr. to enjoy watching Marshall for the last part this week, and he said right back, enjoy watching Western season. And I don't think either one of us thought that it would be the matchup in the finals that it no. was. You know, um, so well, we didn't think either one of them would win. I was expecting Middle Tennessee and Old Dominion, and then they the got and they and got, knocked they got knocked out. So, so yeah, that was pretty good. Um, yeah. Marshall made it to the NCAA tournament for the first time in how many years? 31. 31. Something like that. Yeah, since 87. Yeah, so. so congrats to them. I hope they don't draw Kentucky. I hope everything goes well for you all on your selection Sunday, too. So That's right. All right. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys throughout the week. Make sure you keep a close eye because we're going to have some great coverage. That's right. Later.